Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Final round of NRL this weekend and, and very similar to what we saw in the AFL. The top eight is anything but certain, except for top spot with Penrith, have got wrapped up uh, looking to go back-to-back this season. But just about every other position is movable and is takeable. So there is some pressure on some sides. And uh, we speak to one man and one man only on this show. Uh, He was the instigator of a Panthers premiership himself. He's a former State of Origin player. Uh, You hear him on Sports Day in Queensland and and New South Wales. Uh, A big part of the SEN family is Scotty Sattler. Sats, hello, mate. I'm good, Sammy. How are you, Val? Yeah, very well. Um, Before we get into this round, which is going to be an extraordinary culmination of what's been a fantastic NRL season, uh, it's a sad day today for the rugby league community. Um, Paul Green uh, tragically ended his own life recently, as we know. Uh, His funeral was today and his memorial service was today in Brisbane uh, and there was a a massive turnout of uh, a lot of, well, especially from Queensland point of view, some of the biggest names in the game turned up to pay their respects uh, to a man that they knew and loved and um, his wife spoke about how they met and uh, his kids obviously there uh, as well. Um, So it's a, a day of mourning for rugby league, mate. Yeah, it is. You know, whether you had a close relationship with, with Paul Green or not, um, it's still a sad day to, to see another you know another soldier go down, I suppose. Um, had a very close connection and a really close group of friends in and around the, the region that he grew up with. Um, and the club that he played for, Winner Manly, where the service was held today. And uh, a lot of those people are hurting. A lot of those people are angry. A lot of those people are sad. And um, and today was to, to farewell uh, Paul Green. And, and also, a lot of the good memories around Paul Green and a lot of those great memories from his friends are around are around rugby league and um, his journey from you know, a tiny little halfback playing at William High School and, and going through and winning one of the biggest prizes, or the biggest prize in uh, individual prize in rugby league, which is the Rotherham's Medal. He won the Brisbane Rotherham's Medal in the Brisbane Rugby League when the Brisbane Rugby League was really strong and then went down to Sydney two years later and won the the New South Wales Rugby League Best Player of the Year in 1995, I think it was. And I think he's one of the only players to do that. So he's a special little player and then forged his way into coaching. Had really good coaching success too, Sammy. He was um, assistant coach at the Broncos when they won the comp in 2006. He was not long retired. And then he uh, then coached the Winner Manly Seagulls, his home club, to back-to-back premierships. In the Queensland Cup, 11 and 12, and assistant coach of the Roosters, 2013, when they won the comp. Won a comp in 2015 at the North Queensland Cowboys, that great grand final. Mm. And, and probably one of his greatest moments as a coach is a losing grand final when he, he took the Cowboys through to a grand final without Matt Scott and without Jonathan Thurston as well to, to be able to come from you know the bottom eight and then take on Melbourne on grand final day and, not come away with the win, but yeah, that was a huge achievement for him. And uh, yeah, certainly a lot of good memories on the field as a coach and and also as a uh, most notably a player as well. But yeah, he's he's family friends and a lot of people who are uh, close acquaintances with him. There was a few thousand people there today to say farewell. Yeah, and it probably took a bloke who, uh, by rights, should almost be an immortal himself in Alfie Langer that denied him the ability to wear that maroon jersey a few more times. But they had a great friendship. 
as well. So we, again, send our condolences and our best wishes to uh, the Green family. Mate, this round, um, it, it shapes up brilliantly, doesn't it? I want to start with the Melbourne Storm, of course, uh, down here, but that loss to the Roosters in one of the, the nastiest and uh, quite a spiteful game um, at Amy uh, last week. Uh, it, it had everything, this game. Storm just coming and coming and coming, but the Roosters' defence was phenomenal, just held them out, held them out, and uh, the Roosters are on a tear, and they locked in their finals berth, and now the Storm have a 5th v 4th battle. It's at the Eels' home ground. They're 7 out of their last 10 there at Combank Stadium. It, this is a battle for a double chance, so it couldn't have ended uh, any better. Um, well, for, for, for the rugby league fan to see that 4th spot's going to be decided by the two teams battling it out. Um, this is going to be a must-watch. It, it is. It is. It's, it's interesting how both codes, the way that the last round plays out. You know, we saw that you know, amazing finish. One of the great modern-day games with Carlton and and Collingwood and you know, Carlton being knocked out and the Western Bulldogs sitting there watching, mm. waiting for their fate. And it could play out this weekend as well. Um, that game you're talking about, that was a throwback last week to, to the dark ages where it was basically the rule book got thrown out and everyone just went hammer and tong. It's great to watch. It's so great to watch if players aren't injured in the process. But um, I think everyone sat back and celebrated watching that, Sammy. And then you know, this weekend you know, with Thursday night, the way that's played out, like you said, with fourth place of Parramatta and Melbourne. And then you've got South versus the Roosters, which is, you know, there are enemies. There's, there's bitter rivals. And they're opening Allianz Stadium, the brand-new Sydney football stadium that is being opened on Friday night with that game. And and then you you go forward two days to Sunday, the very last round of the regular season, the, the Tigers are hosting the Canberra Raiders. Now, if... The Broncos beat the Dragons on Saturday night. Well, the Raiders have to beat the Tigers on Sunday to play in the finals. So uh, they'll know their fate either way on Saturday night, the, the Raiders. At the moment, they're sitting eighth. But the way it's playing now, it, it could go down to the last game of the regular season. And we wouldn't have it any other way, would we? No, it's brilliant. You couldn't have scripted it any better, especially with the, the Rabbitohs and the Roosters opening up Allianz. The Book of Feuds gets to write another chapter It'll be, it'll be interesting this weekend. It looks as though there's going to be a couple of clubs, like the Panthers are looking at resting anyway up to 12 or 13 players, playing the Cowboys in Townsville this weekend. And, and then you've got uh, South and the Roosters who may rest some players as well because they could face each other again in the in week one of the finals. So it's going to be interesting how it plays out. But I, I would think Latrell will play this week. Because he's missed so much footy, I think they need to get as much footy in him as possible before the finals. See, that's really interesting, and, and we have a pre-finals buy now because that happened in 2015 where Ross Lyon, uh, Chris Scott from Frio and Geelong respectively rested a heap of players because they knew that they had their ladder positions locked in. So the Panthers know because there are a couple of games clear that they're going to finish on top, but, but the Cowboys are in third. They get a win there, and if the Sharks lose to the Knights, well, then that's a home final. So I don't know if the Sharks would be all that happy with the Panthers resting a ton of players, which gives an incredible leg up to the Cowboys to possibly jump up in a second. And I wonder, Sats, whether that's something that the NRL needs to look at and, and, and maybe prevent. Well, it's an interesting one, isn't it? You know, you, if they're legitimately injured, well, you, you can't have any qualms on the, on the club at all. You've just got to say, if you've got, to, if you've got to rest players, you've got to rest players. But then the NRL's got this, you know, got this position where if the quality players aren't being thrown out there in the last game of the regular season, well... You know, viewing numbers are going to be down, attendance numbers are going to be down, whatever it may be. So it's a, it's a 
bit of a conundrum actually, but uh, at the end of the day, the clubs worry about themselves and, and they don't worry about anyone else. So I think the Sharks, I think they'll lock in a home final. I think they'll finish second. Um, I don't think they'll have any problems with the Knights. And it's actually, it's actually a good pressure point to be involved with the Sharks because, you know, they haven't played finals. I haven't sat this high for many years. So to be sitting second and, and be able to be com- confronted with a situation where they've got a better team that should not bother them at all. And the way that Newcastle are playing, Sharks could be able to beat them blindfolded at the moment. So, you know, it's, a, it's another good test for their new coach, Craig Fitzgibbon, just to say, don't worry about anyone else. Let's just go and do the job. If we go and do the job, we get a home final. Simple as that. If you worry about anyone else and, you know, worrying about numbers and, and statistics and fine against, if you're worrying about that, well, you're not in a really good headspace to play finals. Sats, last one. What on earth? And this is a massive question. The, the answer to this could probably, you and I, well, you alone could probably do a podcast on this. What on earth has happened to the Broncos? Round 19, they're sitting fourth. They had one of the best defences, top four defence in the competition. They only allowed under three and a half tries a game. That's blown out to double that since round 19. They've just been thumped by the Storm and the Eels and collectively led 113 points through. Their coach has finally, Kevy Walters, who everybody knows and everybody loves, has finally read them the Riot Act. Players have complained about that. That's forced club legends Gordon Tallis, Steve Renoff, um, Corey Parker, Darren Lockie to all come out and absolutely wipe the floor with those players that complain. Kevy asked them to show some heart. He called them soft. All of these things were true, and, and a lot of the players have said, yeah, it's the spray we deserve. Corey Oates has said so. Paddy Carrigan um, has said so as well. The, the the derailing and off the rails and an implosion. These are words that don't even do it's ju- it justice. What can can you put your finger on? What the hell has happened to the Broncos, who are now in ninth and need Wests to beat the Raiders and for themselves to beat St George to even make finals now? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's such a successful club. You know, one of the real powerhouses of the comp, Sammy. Um, quite simply, they've really missed Paddy Carrigan, who's matured to be one of the, the real form forwards and, and form leaders uh, in the competition. When he got suspended, they, they derailed. Uh, he just he stabilises them. He does a lot of work in the middle along with Payne Haas and carries a lot of the loads. And they lose him the suspension. They start to derail a little bit. And then you've got a lot of young players that have played a lot of rugby league this year, including Origin. And you've got guys like Payne Haas that are carrying two shoulder injuries, two AC joint injuries, which are really painful and... and um, and uncomfortable to play with. And you've got a lot of young players that play a lot of footy. They're just running on teams at the moment. And then you've got, at the other end of the, the broader end of the spectrum, you've got, you've got Adam Reynolds, who's 32 years of age. He's only suffered a few lower back and hamstring injuries over the years. He's, he's not as nimble as what he once was. And he's at the other end, and you've got Kurt Capel as well, you know, the experienced player as well. They're playing with injuries. They're running on fumes as well. So quite frankly, they're basically just redlining the Brisbane Broncos, they're redlining at the moment and they don't have the depth in their squad to be able to fill in for those key players. So at the moment, they're just it's all hands on deck. So it's just do your best. And unfortunately, they're coming up against clubs that are priming for the finals. And as they prime for the finals, they're coming up against this Broncos side that are that are basically, they're gassed out and, um, and can't wait for the end of the season to come. Now, in relation to... Kevy calling them soft and the way they played. Apparently, it was leading up to the Parramatta game after that that shellacking they got by the Melbourne Storm, and then he backed it up after the Parramatta game as well. We saw how animated he was 
I'm led to believe the complaints from two players is not actually factual. I think it's something that has actually been uh, been created um, by by journos in and around Brisbane to create a bit of a storm. I, I don't think there's been there's been any blow by any players directly. There might have been some players that thought that Kevy might have been a little bit harsh in his in his words, but there was no direct no direct um, belittling of players um, to the point where these players have complained. So. Yeah, um, but the only thing they can do is answer. They can just answer the call this week against the Dragons and finish off a, the season on the best possible note they can, and and see if fate falls on their side. Uh, come if they beat the Dragons, come Sunday afternoon with the Tigers and the Raiders. That's why we go to your sats because you you sift through all the inconsequential stuff and you get to the heart of the matter and you drop bombshells for us. Uh, we cannot wait for this final round, mate. If you can't give a spray after those two weeks, then I don't know what you can give a spray for if you're a coach in this day and age. Mate, we'll chat to you during finals. Can't wait for this weekend. Enjoy, and we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, anytime, Sammy. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.